the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Today's news, God's Word, and your thoughts. This is Bob Bernie Live. Welcome back to Bob Bernie Live, and here is my telephone number. Whether you're uh, calling from Ohio or Washington, D.C., or anywhere in the continental United States, 877-BOB-LIVE, 877-262-5483. I certainly hope that people would not take their life because of the economy, although I'm sure that happens. Uh, President Biden is running for re-election on uh, his success with Bidenomics, as it is called. Uh, He is uh, gleefully adopting that term, Bidenomics. Well, is there anything to be gleeful about? And the answer is uh, no. No. Uh, Moody's Analytics, nonpartisan think tank on um, the economy as well as other things, just released a report. And it is not good. Here is what they're saying. The average American household is paying over $700 more per month this year than they did two years ago for the exact same goods and services. Since President Biden has been president, this is the average American home paying over $700 more per month for the exact same goods and services than two years ago. Mark Zandi, chief economist at Moody's Analytics, said this, quote, The high inflation of the past two-plus years has done lots of economic damage. Due to the high inflation, the typical household spent $202 more in July than they did one year ago to buy the same goods and services. And they spent $709 more than they did just two years ago. I don't know about you, but $700 is huge in my budget, and I would imagine it is in your budget. Then they get into actual specifics. These are the figures from since Joe Biden was inaugurated. You ready for this? In the last two and a half years, since Joe Biden has been in office, your morning coffee, 30% higher 
than when Biden took office. 30%. That's why, you know, we keep, well, you know, uh, inflation is down to 3%. We're hoping. How do they come up with those numbers? How do they come up with inflation is 3%? Now, please remember, that's 3% above the 6%, 7%, 8%, 9%, 10%, of over a year ago. We're not going back to normal. It's just that it's not rising quite as fast as it was two years ago. All right, back to the actual specifics. Uh, these are all since Joe Biden became president. Your coffee, 30% more expensive. Gasoline for your car, $1.40 more than when Biden took office. Now, it's down from $5 a gallon. There's no doubt about that. But it's still $1.40 more than when he took office. Uh, your weekly or biweekly paycheck. In actual real terms, your paycheck is 3% lower than when he became president. In real terms of what it can buy and so forth, you on average have lost 3% in your paycheck. You've taken a 3% cut since Joe Biden became president. If you rent, your rent is up 16% since Joe Biden became president. Your electric bill, on average across America, 24.6% more expensive under President Biden. 24.6% more expensive. Uh, You like to go out to eat? Like get a little pizza for the family? Take them out to O'Charlie's or Applebee's or whatever? To take your family out to dinner has increased by 19.3%, almost 20% higher than before uh, Joe Biden. And your groceries, groceries are up 19.3% under Biden. Now, again, these figures, these figures are not from the Republican National Committee. These are real hard figures by economic experts at Mooney's, Moody's, pardon me, Moody's Analytics. You put all of that together, and the average American family is paying out $700 more per month. And yet, President Biden is actually campaigning on Bidenomics. You would think that he would be running from it. Uh, that's why the overwhelming majority of Americans are not 
pleased with the direction of the economy. The overwhelming majority of Americans, and that's, I'll repeat it. Do I have any real proof other than my own gut? Nope. I don't believe there is any way in the world Joe Biden is going to be the Democratic nominee for the next presidential election. I know that he has announced his reelection, but what is he doing to campaign? Nothing. Um, he has spent nearly one half of his entire presidency on vacation. He's on vacation right now in Delaware. We have the worst wildfire in American history. The death toll could reach the hundreds, could. And yet so far, he has no official statement at all. He's on vacation. He's at the beach. He's riding his bike. And then I just saw on his official calendar... Just about the time he gets back to Washington, D.C., he has another vacation scheduled. Um, I don't think there is any way in the world he is going to be the candidate. I don't think Democrats are that dumb. I just don't think they will allow it. Who? Gavin Newsom? Maybe, but he is carrying so much baggage. Uh, Robert F. Kennedy Jr., no, no, he's saying some really good things, but no, he doesn't have a chance. My gut, you want to know what my gut is? Michelle Obama. Don't know, have no proof, no evidence, just purely my gut. All right, uh, it's just about time to uh, take our break. Uh, When we come back from this break, I'm going to go to Byron in Fort Meade, Maryland. Byron, thank you for calling. I want to give you plenty of time, so we're going to go to the break. And as soon as we come back, Byron, I will come to you. My number is 877-BOB-LIVE. wants to come to your church. Find out how to host a CrossPower weekend at crosspower.net. And welcome back to Bobberty Live. Yes, if you would uh, like to know more about my wife and I and our ministry, check out crosspower.net. You can even sign up for our newsletter. Of course, it's free. crosspower.net. As promised, we're going to go right to the phones, and I've got Byron in Fort Meade, Maryland. Byron, thank you for calling. Welcome. You're on the air. Hey, Hello. Bernie. Sorry about that. How are you today, sir? I am well. I am blessed. Thank you for asking. Good. Hey, listen, you know, I'm your, I'm your buddy from Detroit, and you, you and I are always good until the <laughs> Michigan-Ohio game. But, you know, I, I love you so anyway. Yeah. Hey, is, 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 is your coach going to be suspended or not? That's a good question. We'll see. 
I'm not going to try to predict. <laughs> well, I don't know. He was. He isn't. He was. He isn't. I don't know. But I know we're not going to be beat again. Anyway, you got us the last two years, Byron. All right, go, brother. Well, I just wanted to say, man, listen. As far as young black men killing themselves, you know, we can we can blame it on a lot of things. But I'm going to tell you one thing: the breakdown of the family is one of the biggest issues we have. Absolutely. We have black fathers have to be more responsible. Start taking responsibility for you know mentoring, coaching, and nurturing our young you know young people. And I mean, there, there's just a lot of things going on. And as far as economies go, we all have our own personal economies, and you know we have to learn just how to you know work together in order to you know when they talk about a you know, village to raise children, sometimes it takes a, a village to to yeah. uh, survive. But we all have to learn to you know come together and. You know, um, put our resources yeah. together so that we can all, you know. Hey, hey, Byron, together. I'm on the outside looking in. I'm a white dude, and I have no authority whatsoever to diagnose what's going on in the black community, and I openly admit that. So, I want to ask you, in in your mind and your heart, what has caused the breakdown of the nuclear family in the black community? Seventy percent. Of black kids are born into a family without a father. What what happened? Well, one of the things that happens is, you know, when you talk about government involvement, I, I don't know about you, but when I was raised, they used to, as far as the, the whole welfare situation was that you could get welfare, but there could be like not a not a man living in the house. I mean, what kind of ridiculousness? Yeah, that? yeah, yeah. I, and I agree. Not, the whole I'm welfare. About, I don't, I'm, I'm totally. I'm totally not against welfare. I'm a product right. of welfare. But the bottom line is, you can't. You know, just because the government promises you one thing, I mean, when somebody promises you something, you got to look at what's what's on the the other side. And I think welfare is something when somebody needs help, but it shouldn't be like a permanent solution to. Well, and of. and we should not reward, as you said. We should not reward fatherlessness. A woman that has a whole bunch of kids should not be rewarded for having children without a father. Am, am I right on that? Byron, I'm losing you. No, that's you make a good point. Okay. I, I have no idea why. what kind of rationale would be, you know, the more children you have, the more money you can have, but... Still, the, a, a man not being being in the house does what? It does not help to, you know, the, that woman having all those children. She needs help. She needs help as far as raising those children. Yeah, and that that yeah. part was kind of missed out. Uh, I I, Byron, just, I, 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 I don't know your background, but you said that you were a product of of welfare. What turned you around to taking personal responsibility? You sound to me like a guy that that fully, completely takes responsibility for yourself and your actions. What made you different from those who have refused to take responsibility? Well, first of all, I I was paying attention, and I saw, you know, a lot of situations that I just didn't want to participate in or, Mm -hmm. you know, I didn't want to be like, I chose to try and do better. I mean, military was my way out. Uh, It it may not uh, have been the only way, but it was a way that I shows, you know, and I'm grateful that I did, but I know that there's, you know, a lot of opportunities. So I don't want to be one of those people who say, you know, we talk about pulling ourselves up our bootstraps. Well, some 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 people don't have boots, so we need to, you know, <laughs> uh, you know, readdress that. So a person like myself should be, you know, trying to help find solutions and not just sure. 
you know, I don't, I don't want to, uh, you know, like I said, lessen the uh, seriousness of, you know, when we talk about economies and things of that nature, some people aren't educated. I mean, we look at what they're teaching you in school. Yeah. How about instead of all this gender confusion thing and getting all into that, how about teaching somebody how to balance a checkbook and how, how to, you know, read, you know, read the stock, you know, stock market or something that's going to be usable, how, how to, uh, you know, put together a budget and execute it. And I always find it ironic that a lot of politicians and, you know, these people don't have to worry about health care. They don't have to worry about paying back student loans. But these are people who try to talk about a budget. They've never lived on a budget. But I bet you I can, I can find older black women on my on my block who, who were raised doing the best they could with what sure. they had. They can yeah. teach you how to operate on a budget. You can get the budget under control and you can get, you know, some of these younger mothers, you know, they could be mentored and coached by some of the older women who've had to live, you know, this reality. And let's yeah. just stop thinking that, we, you know, we're entitled to, like, you know, I drive a nice car, but if, if I'm not able to support my family, that's just my priorities mixed up. It's interesting you you brought that up. I was talking to my oldest grandson uh, over the weekend, uh, who just, today is his first day in the police academy. He's going to become a police officer, and today is his first day in the academy, and I'm, my wife and I are just so proud of him. But we were we were having a conversation, and he said, Grandpa, they, in school, he was talking about public school, he said, they never taught me one thing about finances, economics, how to balance a checkbook, how to keep a budget. He said, they didn't teach me anything. And I don't know of any of my friends that were taught any of these things in school. So you brought up a, a great point. Uh, what uh, branch of the uh, service did you serve in? Army. Well, God bless you, Byron. Thank you so much for your service to our country. Thank you. I appreciate it. Thank you. Well, I always appreciate your call when I have the privilege to uh, fill in for Dawn. So uh, thank you. You didn't disappoint today. God bless you. You as well. Thank you, sir. All right. God bless you. Thanks so much. Ah, that's great. Listen, and he said, he, he, he said it well. We should not be opposed to welfare. People need help, and we should not be opposed to that. But the help should not make it worse. We should not program them for failure. We need to program them for success. Oh, i got so much more I can say. Thank you. Thank you for joining me. Have a great evening. But please, wherever you go and whatever you do, remember whose you are. Listen. Listen. Think. Think. Discern. Discern. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. 
with in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.